How do you breathe better in just two breaths? Hey, I'm Suzanne with Love Yoga Studios. I'm back with another example of how yoga helps. I want you to take a deep breath in and then let out a big sigh. Like take as big of a breath as you can possibly get and let out a big sigh. Go ahead, I'll wait. No, really, go ahead. Oh, you're in public? Yeah, this probably isn't very comfortable to do in public because the person next to you is going to look over and probably be like, what is your problem? Maybe you don't have to let out such a huge big sigh. Maybe just take a really big breath in and then exhale slowly, but exhale all the way out. See, this is the key. We breathe all day long, right? And we breathe enough to keep ourselves alive. But especially if you're in a position where you're kind of rounded most of the day, if you drive or if you're a healthcare provider or you work at a, in an office at a desk, you're going to be breathing enough to keep yourself alive, but you're not ever really expanding the ribs and lifting the diaphragm and breathing as fully as you can. And even if you get some big breaths in, there's a chance that you might not be exhaling all the way out. Here's why this matters. Your inhales and exhales, your system was designed to balance itself out with inhales and exhales. When you sleep at night and you're laying flat, your inhales bring in energy and life and your exhales slow down and relax your system. And it does it in a pretty even matter, in a, a pattern, in a pretty even pattern. When we get in the way, when we wake up and we sit in different positions for long periods of time and we take shorter breaths and we don't ever fully exhale, that's when we shortchange our system. And I'm doing it right now because I'm talking into this recording, so I'm taking shorter breaths in between my words and sentences so that you don't have to listen to long, awkward pauses or breathy exhales from me because that just sounds creepy. So do it again. Take another big breath in and then exhale as far out as you can. It doesn't have to be super loud, but if you're alone somewhere and you can exhale super loud, the forcefulness of the exhale is even more helpful. Uh, Now, I'm not saying you got to breathe like this all day long. In fact, that's not even recommended. The fact is, though, we breathe in more than we breathe out. So the more you're aware of that, the more often you can actually fully exhale. Then you're going to be adding just a little bit more relaxation to your nervous system, to your blood pressure. And this is going to help balance out the way you might have been breathing previously. It happens naturally when we're relaxed. It happens naturally when we're asleep. It doesn't happen naturally when we're recording a podcast or we're having a really energetic conversation with some other people. Or if you feel like you're always trying to get a word in edgewise, it's going to be hard to completely exhale and keep a balanced flow to the breath. You can do this in just two breaths and it will have a lasting impact on your nervous system. So go ahead, take a big breath in. Exhale all the way out, but do it nice and slow so it's smooth. And then do that one more time. Take a big breath in. Exhale out nice and slow. Then you can go back to breathing naturally, which is naturally going to be a little bit deeper and slower because you have the example you just gave your system. Now, as that wears off and you get back to business and you start going back to whatever you were doing throughout the day, that will probably change. But because it felt so good, because your system is going to want more of that, it's going to occur to you again probably not too long from now, where in just two breaths, you can offer that again to your system. So breathing better in just two breaths, practice that. Get back to us, leave us a comment, let us know how it felt. As always, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch up with you later.
Why does breathing better even matter? Okay, we all know the answer to that question, right? It keeps us alive, increases our circulation, makes us feel better. Hey, I'm Suzanne with Love Yoga Studios with another example of how yoga helps. And of course, it keeps us alive, it makes us feel better. But here's another reason why it matters. How many of you have excess stress and tension around the neck and shoulders, upper part of the back, digestive stress, headaches? Here's the thing about the breathing. If you listen to the first section of this episode and you took those really big deep breaths in, you felt some expansion in the upper part of your body. It's just, it's natural, it happens. When you take a bigger breath, your chest lifts a little, your ribs expand out to the sides, maybe your belly comes out a little bit. So you've got all this expansion in the upper part of the body happening. And then when you exhale, if you exhale long and slow, a a long, slow exhale activates your vagus nerve and your vagus nerve triggers your relaxation response in your body. So it lowers the heartbeat, lowers your blood pressure. It sends messages out to all your organs to relax, all your muscles to relax, all your ligaments and tendons, all your nerve cells. So if you're expanding a lot of space when you inhale, that means you're shifting things around, you're moving things around. That means your shoulders came up a little and then came back down. That means maybe there was a little expansion in the upper part of the back, lower part of the neck. So if all that shift happens when you breathe in and then you relax or then you exhale and it triggers your relaxation system and that releases tension out of the muscles and the ligaments and the tendons and the nervous system, then you've created a little space, created a little movement relax the body a little bit so you let go of some of that tension in the upper back neck and shoulder area all just from breathing better and perhaps possibly in two breaths or less so again breathing in deeply is going to shift things around expand the upper part of the body and create some space and when you exhale it triggers the relaxation response in your body, which releases, which lowers the amount of cortisol and adrenaline that's being released into your body. So the nervous system is more relaxed. The sim- signals that go out to your muscles and your bones and your ligaments and tendons is relaxed, thus less tension in the neck shoulders, which also is oftentimes a cause for headaches, tension in the neck and shoulders. So breathing, large part of the yoga practice practice, take another one. And if you haven't, go back and listen to session one. If you have any suggestions, any questions, comments about these episodes, please, as always, you can leave us a voice message right here in the podcast, or you can email us at love at loveyogastudios.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch up to you later. Magical breathing. Magical breathing like magical thinking cracks me up because there's so much science behind it and there's so much woo-woo behind it that nobody really knows whether or not to take it seriously. Hey, I'm Suzanne with Love Yoga Studios and I'm back with another example of how yoga helps. And I want to talk about magical breathing because if you think about it, like think deeply about how you breathe and how that happens and where it comes from, you can't tell me that's not magical. Now, magical thinking is a little bit different. Some people call it magical. Some people call it optimistic. So you choose. But when we're talking about the breathing, this is hands down 100% the most important part of the yoga practice. Here's why. The breathing does so many things for you and so many things for you during the practice, but so many things for you during the practice that you can then take 
out of the practice, off the mat, into just your daily life, and they are just as helpful. So number one, you can use your breath as a focus, a focal point. When you're practicing yoga or you're trying to kind of even out your breathing, diffusing any kind of like a stressful situation, when you start to focus on your breath, you start to not focus on anything else. Because if you're really focused, like right there with the inhale and right there with the exhale, you're feeling the air coming in through the nose and into the body. You're noticing the expansion that happens when you inhale. And then you're right there with the exhale. You're following the breath. You're noticing it come all the way out and you're noticing the shift that takes place in the body when you exhale. And you're feeling that subtle kind of collapse and relaxation with the exhale. Like all your attention is right there. That's a really handy focal point because you've always got it with you until you don't. But since you're here and you're listening to to this podcast, you obviously have your breath with you. You can use that as a focal point. You can redirect your attention. You can redirect your thoughts from something uncomfortable or something stressful to just something neutral, just your inhale, just your exhale. So number one, I think it's really, really helpful that you always have it with you. You can use it as a focal point. The second thing that is really magical and really practical about breathing is that focusing on the exhale, like we talked about in the first episode, can really slow things down. You can lower your blood pressure. You can slow down your heartbeat. It warms up the inside of your body when you breathe slower because it's relaxing, so it can help you fall asleep a little bit easier. You might not consider that magic, unless you've been really stressed out or had a hard time sleeping and then you focused on your breath and everything got better, then it's going to feel a little bit magical because once again, we can't actually explain why we actually have breath in the first place, why we're alive, why we're here. Like there's, there's a little something magical way back in there. But, pra- but practically speaking, it's super helpful. Number one, you use it a focal point. Number two, we use it for relaxation. And number three, another really uh, helpful thing that we use the breath for in the practice is being able to balance out a situation. So if you're coming into a balance pose and you're feeling a little bit wobbly, let's just use tree pose for an example because it's a common pose everybody's pretty much aware of. When you start focusing on balancing out the breath, again, it redirects your attention to something that feels centered and balanced. And what happens when you're doing that with the breath is your body tends to follow suit. So off the practice or off the mat, when you're out in the world, just living your daily life, if you start to feel a little off balance, kind of a little out of it or a little out of whack and just not too sure something just doesn't feel right, you can use your breath to balance things out, to bring a little centering and grounding back into your world. And how you do that is you just focus on making your breath even. So see if you can make the inhale about the same length as your exhale. Go ahead, try it. You just breathe in maybe to the count of four or five and then breathe out to the count of four or five or three or eight. It just depends on your lung capacity at this point. It depends on how stressed or how relaxed you might be. So using the breath as a focus, using the breath to relax yourself and using the breath to balance yourself, all three of those things are super helpful in the practice and they all are very applicable in your life outside the studio, outside the practice, off the mat. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or or suggestions about this topic, please don't hesitate to leave us a voice message here in the podcast, or you can email us at love at loveyogastudios.com. Watch the podcast for more, more topics coming up about how yoga helps. We thank you so much for listening. We'll catch up to you later.